ASE, uh, bourses closed in negative territory yesterday. The all share index lost 0.3% to 52,833. Financials declined by 0.4% to 43,674. And Industrials 25 was 0.1% down at 65,283. The top 10 resources index decreased by 0.5% to 46,160. And the gold board was 4.2% lower at 1,400. Platinum Mining Index shed 2.7% to 36.08. And on the capital market, the yield on the R186 government bond closed at 7.61%. London's FTSE 100 was 0.6% higher at 6,898. The DAX in Frankfurt was 0.2% down at 10,896. And in Paris, the CAC 40 ended flat at 4,754. In the United States, the Dow Jones closed 0.2% firmer at 18,048. The Nasdaq added 0.1% to 4,899 and the S&P 500 index was 0.1% up at 2,100. Asian markets are trading higher at this hour. Japan's Nikkei is 0.9% higher at 18,160. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong is 0.1% up at 24,828. The Australian ASX All Ordinary Share Index has gained 0.8% to 5,872 and in India on the Bombay Stock Exchange, the Sensex is 0.2% up in early trade at 29,221. Uh, looking at commodities, the price of gold is near a six-week low. This is equities recover on hopes that Greece will reach a deal with its creditors. And mainland China's markets are closed for the rest of the week for the Lunar New Year holiday, which removes a key buyer from the gold market. And currently gold is trading at $1,206, platinum at $1,172 an ounce. And finally, the price of Brent crude oil at this hour, $62.25. Cents a barrel. And we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at, and advisor at ETF South Africa. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Now, Narina, just looking at what's happening, um, a, a wave of optimism has uh, lifted markets overnight. And uh, talk to us about that. Indeed. You know, it was quite um, bearish and dark when we went to bed last night. And this morning we got up and the sun was shining again. Um, and, and all, I guess, really about the, um, that little country um, in the Mediterranean that shall not be named. <laughs> um, definitely some optimism that a deal is, is on the cards there, um, and, and that's really sort of resulted in a lift of not just the Asian markets this morning, but very much a risk on trade back on in markets. So we're seeing a shift not just from developed markets to emerging markets, and with that, a little bit of a breather coming into the U.S. dollar, which, of course, strengthens many of your emerging market currencies. But I think also very importantly, we've seen started to see a shift not just from bonds to equities for general investors, but more particularly the the, the, um, Central Bank of Japan have started to shift from bonds into equities. And this has long been considered one of the key um, signs to look out for for when global interest rates might actually start rising. Now, I know in recent times we've been saying, oh, you know, deflation problems, let's stay away from this. Interest rates are going to stay low. But this is an interesting one for us and and definitely one to watch with the whole um, interest rate, fear of interest rate rising sort of back on the horizon. And of course, uh, many people will be keeping an eye on uh, the RAND strength. 
Most definitely. I think, um, you know, there's, there's been um, quite a slide in the RAND, and I, I guess with all the um, sort of the, the, the activity in, in local markets and especially on the political front, the, the view was that this was a reflection of, of negative sentiment towards South Africa, where the reality really is that this was on the back of dollar strength. A lot of money over the last week or so flew into the, into the dollar, and the RAND weakened on the back of that. And I think what we can expect today is that as this risk on trade is back online, we'll actually see some money flowing back into emerging markets, back into resources, back into South Africa, and with that also some strength into the RAND. And then the Fed minutes from January meeting, um, that's due to be released today. Um, the timing, of course, is being questioned, but also what more can we read into this, Narina? Well, I think one of the important things is that we've seen reasonably strong economic data, specifically from the U.S. over the last couple of weeks. So although this is the, the, the minutes of the meeting that was held in the last week of January and might seem a little bit stale, I think there's a lot of signs being looked for in terms of specifically the job jobs market. How strong is the U.S. job market, and does this mean that the Fed will have to start looking at raising interest rates sometime later this year? A lot of people are looking for it to happen around September. Some are even saying that it might have to come as soon as, as June. But we also have inflation numbers coming out of the U.S., and I think that's going to be a very important sign also to see to what extent has the sharp drop in oil prices over the last couple of months fed through into the rest of the inflation scenario in the U.S. If there is any sign of deflation in the U.S. economy, we, we can expect that interest rates will remain low for longer. But if that is not a fear, then I do think that during the second half of this year at some stage, we will see the first interest rate increase in the U.S. And here's the news that we didn't want to hear. Indeed. The petrol <laughs> price. Yes. Let's just be very, very um, quick to point out that this is nothing definite just yet, but the trend has very much turned. Since our last massive price um, decrease in petrol at the pumps in South Africa, we've seen a sharp rise in oil prices globally. We've also seen this dollar um, strength and therefore the rand weakness that we spoke about just now. And currently the under-recovery on the oil price and, and the petrol price at the pumps is at over one rand. So if current trends continue, it will mean that come early March we will see an increase in the petrol price. Could be anything between 50 um, cents and a rand. So clearly if the rand strengthens, good for us, but uh, um, as we warned earlier in the week, also important for consumers um, to sort of make, make hay while the sun shine. Don't spend that extra money that you're currently getting from the lower petrol price, but rather make sure that you use it to, to offset some of your debts that you might have. Well, Narina, we got through that without a single mention of Sona. What Sona? <laughs> <laughs>